brunch with Rachel and Sarah. I am Sarah Tenenbein here with the lovely Rachel King. Hello, hello. Good to have you here. Good to be here. It is. It's a lovely May afternoon. It is. And I've got my puppy in my lap. So this is probably my favorite recording session so far because he's gotten so I can't handle it right now because I'm looking at you right now and all I see are ears poking up uh, you you know on top of the photo we can put in the show notes I will 100% (laughs) do that buddy he's so sweet and he's also wearing a green hoodie which makes everything which is a gift from his aunt Sarah it is that was going to be my what I'm wear wearing this week is Butters is wearing a hoodie and it's my favorite I hadn't tried clothes on him yet because I just it's only been you know three months and it's been a rocky three used, months getting to know each other. Yeah, and, you know, I feel like it takes like three to six months, yeah. especially for an adult dog, because they don't know that you're their person. Right. Until he like you know, trusts that you I'm can't not like leaving. say, hey, by the way, <laughs> we're family now. Right. This is this is it. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. yeah. So I have a dog that we adopted at uh, six. Yeah. And it took her a good six months to a year before she was like, OK, you're my person. And now she guards me. So everything's great. Yeah. <laughs> she loves me. I'm her person. Well, and so I just deal with it. My favorite thing he's ever done happened today when we were in the car driving over here and we're listening to Sam Smith who has a lovely lilting voice but it quite often goes high yeah he can hit those stay with me guy yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so his song latch is has a lot of like he's in the soprano range he's and I'm singing along because I'm in my car so I'm just like you know and suddenly Butters (laughs) Butters <laughs> throws his head back in the air like a wolf and is like, oh, <laughs> along with me. By the way, he just looked up at you he's, when he's you did like, that. Are, you, is, are we doing that again? Are we, is this another duet? Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Um, and we harmonized the whole way here to Sam Smith. And I tried so hard to get some of it on video, but I was going to crash the car if I did. So I can't. I didn't. But well, you know, I'm glad for the sake of this podcast alone that, that I made you didn't it here. It was well I mean, I just, I need to figure out how to get him to do it on command because I didn't know it was even in him. I feel like we need to uh, acquire that song. Yeah, immediately. Uh, immediately. You need to drive and I'll sit in the, pa- we no, he sits in the passenger seat. Yes. Oh, I see. I see. Because I was like, how do we get. It this time. He sits on my lap sometimes. Okay. So. Yeah. If Don't he- tell anyone. Well, People at work <laughs> who are dog experts would be very angry with me. Well, I don't have doggy seatbelts for my dogs. But yours stay. He doesn't stay in any other any place other than my lap unless I clip him in. Right. So I do have like a dog hammock that allegedly <laughs> keeps the hair off the seat. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get your money back? <laughs> well, it's one, those, free, like, it's one of those things back. if like if they were to like get sick, for example, it would actually protect the upholstery. Yeah. And not, I, I actually do not give a crap about cars at all. No, I know. I was, um, I grew up in New York City, so I didn't get my driver's license until I was 22. Yeah. And then when I moved here, I was like, wait, I have to buy a car and so, drive it and drive it. I oh know. my God. And so I literally, so what actually what scares me about LA is not that I'm on the road, is that there are people worse who are worse drivers than me on the road. For me, it's that I'm on the road because I <laughs> am the worst driver. I literally, so my girlfriend, we just um, went up to Ojai for a weekend and she, I mentioned this last time, she had hurt her eye that morning. Right. We had to do the emergency optometrist whole thing. And so she's like, can you drive? Because, you know, I can't bright light. It hurts my eye. I yeah. can't drive a car. I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. And I, there and was I a problem. There was a problem because <laughs> I didn't think it through and I'm, 
I'm just not, I'm good at most driving, but parking in particular is a real issue for me. That's I why just wing I have, it. I know, but that's why I have a mini because it's so small. And that it fits I can, everywhere. I yeah. can make it work. It's still awkward half yeah. the time. I'm still doing like an eight point parallel park sometimes. Yeah, that's fine. But whatever. It I support works. it. I can make it happen with the mini. Yeah. However, in her like normal size Prius. Oh, no, no, no. I would not park a Prius. <sighs> so I'm trying, we made it all the way up to Ohio. No problem. We made right. it all the way down. No problem. We're about to park on her street and you couldn't handle it i just drove directly so at the bottom of the night you choked i choked drove (laughs) up to the curb we heard something pop oh no and i'm like oh it's fine we get out of the car her tire's already flat no already flat in the time that we opened the door and got out to look (gasps) at what had happened the tire was already flat the rim is like bent over no yeah and and it's her car and i'm like so now I just drive away like a total dick. Yeah. I felt so bad. I'm like, can I leave you my car? So she's got to go get it fixed oh, and then I'll bummer. obviously take care of it. But, you know, just like the inconvenience of it is what Yeah, really it's another what's crazy about driving for me that I was never used to because I was always like a big proponent. And I still love I like the idea of public transit. I like the idea of being able to walk places. Yes. I like the idea of, you know, readily available taxis and Ubers. You know, I, right. I love that. I love it. There's a freedom in it. But here, when something's wrong with your car, you're kind of stranded. Yeah. I would say less so with Uber now. Definitely. But, like, I took one home from um, Santa Monica last night, and it was $40. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that was just the normal. Is that because it's Saturday night? Or it was because it was far? It wasn't surging. It was just the right, I guess, because it's far, because of the mileage. Yeah, that's expensive. That's too much money. Wow. Yeah. But I wasn't going to drive. Yeah. We were drinking, so. Yeah, that's true. Well, when I moved here, speaking of small cars, when I moved here, I just Googled. I said, what is small? What is safe? uh, What is not hideous and has good gas mileage? Which kind of like goes hand in hand with being small. Yeah. And uh, the Toyota Yaris and the Ford Fiesta popped up. And I was like, look at you, Ford. You're cheaper. And I bought that. (laughs) They had the same safety rating. Done. Check. And I actually like having a car that not a lot of people have. Like your car is a really cool color. I know, which I not a lot it. of people have discontinued in 2013. I is got that right? The last year that they made the that ice, color, ice so blue, ice blue. Yeah, it's almost like a light turquoise yeah. periwinkle mix. It's, my it's very, it's lovely. It's really nice. You know, it goes really well with your dog, and just my whole brand. Yeah, I feel like that's why <laughs> when I brought butters home, yeah. one of the girls at work was like, okay. Between the mini and the dog that you chose, like now I get the picture of who Rachel is. <laughs> like your brand, you're branding yourself very well. Like I understand. Interesting. I wonder, funny. wait, so what's my brand? If I have a Ford Fiesta, I guess budget? I don't know. I don't think the Ford Fiesta plays into, into my brand. your brand. I think it's specific thing. Like the dog's obviously. Totally part of my brand. And then I would say like the ponytail is okay. part of your brand. Yeah. And I do like a ponytail. Yeah. The bangs. The bangs for sure. Yeah. Part of my brand. Yeah. Part of my West Coast brand. Your West Coast brand. Because the East Coast is way too humid they could, for the bangs you know, to be part of my brand. You have to constantly like redo them in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. To it's get it. them. It's well, I actually it. had bangs growing up and I could not wait to grow them out yeah. because my hair just got frizzier and frizzier as I got older and my mom never I guess let me just because she loved the look of bangs on little girls and then finally in when I was in ninth grade so I was 13 when I went into ninth grade I was like done yeah I got contacts and you know let the bangs grow out it was the beginning she's all that yeah Yeah. (laughs) well I wish I wish the end of she's all that happened for me it did not Freddie Prince though Mm -hmm. I like him he's okay yeah is he still 
actually with so weren't they yeah actually they're married, married. they're, they're ma- they have married? two kids yeah i like that i like that they're together yeah Aww. okay they seem to be like two 90s heartthrobs who like found love and then didn't do a tori and dean so it stuck they well didn't, tori like, and dean i mean i feel like tori and dean that's like a leon and eddie situation yeah. where it's like how you got them is probably how you're gonna lose them i think it's already been lost yeah <laughs> well they're don't get me wrong they're staying together but for the reality show lost. yeah they have another one coming i'm sure out. you know what I'm sure they do. It's enough. I'm sure they have one after the one coming up. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so another thing that's like weird about L.A. for me is that I now live in a house. I've always lived in apartments. I grew up in an apartment. And it seems very I feel very vulnerable in a house. Mm -hmm. No, I I totally understand. Because I feel like if someone was trying to get me in my apartment, there's so many layers they had to go through. Right. You have to go through like the front door. If there's a doorman, sometimes I'm really excited that my new apartment is on the second floor. I love that. Now I'm in a house. And I feel very much so... Like someone could just come in your window. I I don't like it. Literally two huge windows in my bedroom. Someone could just punch a window pane out and come right in. I got an alarm system put in recently. Yeah. And that's Good for you. Great. I think that's the right yeah. thing. And it's, it's actually... It is nice being in a house in terms of like, you know, I have dogs and there's a yard and it's nice to like let them go around and explore. But, you know, I, if I had my choice... A house was my husband's choice. I would have lived in an apartment. Yeah. And it didn't have to be. It could have been like half of a house on the yeah. second floor and I would have been fine with it. But the other weird thing where I feel really vulnerable is like all those people that you see on TV that go door to door trying to sell crap. It happens. Oh, no. It happens. Like I've had people. I used to uh, get Jehovah's Witnesses in DC. We get Jehovah's Witnesses okay. here. And I got someone asking me if I wanted solar panels on my roof. Oh. Which. Well. No, I had investigated it, and it's mm-hmm. not something that's possible for my house because they'd uh. have to remove, like, every tree on my property because uh. I live in a very shaded lot, and, yeah. like, my electric bill is not large enough that it's worth getting rid of all my privacy. Um, yeah. So the other day, I'm walking the dogs. I come home, and I see this, like, weird American flag kind of sticking out of my driveway, and it seems like possibly the neighbors put it there because it's on like the property line is it small it's it's small but it's enough where like people would probably think that i was really proud of my country very patriotic very happy to be american (laughs) you know pros and cons I'm not going to, I'm not about to broadcast that to the rest of the neighborhood. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like. Also, we all are. Yeah. So it seems an odd choice. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I feel weirded out when people get really, really proud about their nationality to the point where they start like wearing things that represent it or they start having various uh, artifacts on their lawn about it right and I feel the same way about like religious artifacts I'm like that's great if that's how you feel it just it's like a little much for me and we looked at the American flag and I'm like thinking okay did my neighbors do this you know can I like move it over so it's more obvious that it's theirs but then I'm kind of like I know them they seem like nice people I don't think they would do that and if they want an American flag why would they put it on the property line so we got closer there was a picture of a realtor attached to the pole of this American flag it was I kid you not someone had gone into my driveway and put an American flag like on the side in the dirt on the property line to advertise their real estate which is they probably blanketed the neighborhood but I don't understand I haven't seen any other American flags she just wants your house just my house i don't know but doesn't that feel like that's invasive it is but also just so bewildering it like, is. none of that adds up well clearly she needs the advertisement if that is you know the way that she goes about you doing should business. go to her office and leave 
I don't know, whatever the My similar, fiesta? Yeah. <laughs> My brand? But with your, your fiesta, <laughs> with, <laughs> with something off offering your marketing services. Because clearly she's doing it wrong. Even so... That's not even the worst one that happened on Mother's Day. And I don't speak to my family. Mm -hmm. So Mother's Day for me is not a holiday. It's not, you know, it's something where we are totally. Yeah, you hide from Facebook. I like go to a museum or something. It's not something that I care to celebrate because it's just a very toxic situation. And so someone had left something, gone up my driveway, left a Mother's Day poem on my windshield talking about how great mothers are. And then on the other side, when you flip it over, it's like, are you thinking of selling your house? Oh, my God. I got so angry. I called Steve immediately and I'm like, I want to email him and tell him never to trespass on my property ever again. I actually would have. I don't think you're out of line there. But I ended up, I was on my way to work out, you know, after you work out, like anything that you're angry about, you're just like, ah, peace to the world. That's true. But that's really disgusting isn't that horrible it's one thing to like put something it's an it's annoying enough when you put something on my windshield when i'm in a public place but the fact that he went up into my my property that's the other thing i don't understand is like you live in a very quiet neighborhood for just that reason like the people here like i don't want to be bothered bothered yeah however silver lining if you have multiple realtors spamming you in like real life like at your house then probably your property value is increasing by the day yeah well the problem is when property values are increasing like crazy once you sell you can't go anywhere yeah you can't buy no that's true <laughs> everyone else is actually it's inflation you everyone else two is, at the same time i need to like so you can sell one i need to go and buy something exactly the same as what i have right. <laughs> stupid yeah I don't know. But yeah, I just feel I I felt very invaded. I didn't like it. I didn't like the flag. No, and it's not like a benign thing. Yeah. I mean, the flag kind of is. It's that's just annoying. But like the Mother's Day thing, like that's oddly specific. And uh, most people, I think, have some either they just lost their mother. I know. I mean, we have a friend whose mom passed away a few years ago. That's horrible. And that would have like she'd be broken down crying. Oh, my God. It's ugh. I can't. I just think that. I don't know. It, it's it was invasive physically and emotionally. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. It sounds like we've jumped to the gross segment. Yeah. of this where we vet event about things. So I have one. Tell as me. long as we're talking about it. Dime. Um, so as you may know, I am recently single. Yes. In Los Angeles, over the age of thirty, which is me super fun. <laughs> but it means I actually think it is going to be super I fun. I hope so. Well, you're going to make it fun. I, feel I like so me. when I was single, I dated like it was a freaking sport. <laughs> I loved it, and I am going to just. We need scorecards. We I need, had like, Excel spreadsheets. It was well because it's all I've never had to like internet date. Yeah, and now tin like Tinder didn't even exist when I was I know. single. And that's a thing that I think maybe I have to do. You have to do Tinder. For me. Do it for me. I'm going to do it for you. And we'll look (laughs) at it as like a game as opposed to like a means to an end. I'm so much more excited about this than you are. Way more. (laughs) Way more. Well, you don't have to actually go meet them. Yeah, yeah, no. I just like the swiping. Right. The swiping is really fun. Although, if you want, I can vet them (laughs) and then text you and be like, you should come meet this guy. This one. Yeah. I'll be like. Listen, my assistant Sarah will meet you for the first five <laughs> minutes. If you pass the test, then I'll come in. Yeah. You got to And Butters has to like them too. So it's a two part. Yeah. That's well, does he dislike anyone really? 
um if we're out like kids public, make him a little nervous kids right he does not care for yeah um and if we're out in public and he's on a leash and someone like runs by he doesn't like running yeah. or skateboards or, so like, he doesn't like when he f- he doesn't like some someone invading his space when he then feels he trapped at the little old lady when we took them for a walk yeah but she was she was like staring at him i don't know i would have growled at her too <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is yes he can be he yeah can, but i feel like just takes him, he has to warm up um, yeah but I feel I feel like people expect all dogs to be perfect all the time, and yeah. they're just like people. Everyone's got like they've all got their personality quirks and whatever He's it got is. Some baggage. He's a shelter dog, yeah. you know. But even like, I find that I have two shelter dogs. One of them, like his worst. Qu- like trait is that he's a little barky sometimes you know he's really like he's a great little dog and then I have another one who you know she just she was a really shy dog that was poorly socialized and lived on the streets for many years and so she's always wary like she's never really lost that but there are dogs that come out of her situation that are like well that sucked this is now great let's go on a hike you know just like short-term memory yeah they just they just have you know a go with it attitude just like people do some people kind of become victims of their circumstance or some people are sort of like that sucks I'm gonna well on it for 24 hours and then life goes on yeah so so I we've started exploring what tinder is even like you've been helping me like try and figure it out and it's everything I hoped it would be (laughs) and more you're enjoying it (laughs) the trend that is popped up for me beyond the obvious men with tigers what? That's like a whole joke. It's a thing. Like guys, on Tinder, men with tigers. Yeah, guys like go to you know how you can go to an event or a zoo or whatever and like pay a hundred bucks to like pet a baby tiger, or, okay, or even a regular tiger. For some reason, like all of the guys on all of the douchey guys on Tinder have. I have this to photo say, this there, is and like it's become like a running joke where people now in their profiles would be like, I guess I need to get a photo of me with a tiger. I have to say, anyone with an actual tiger in the photo, they're doing you a giant favor. Swipe left. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and check. Um, and I'm done. I don't even have to read. What's even worse than that and seems quite prevalent, and maybe this is just a Los Angeles-specific problem, but apparently the man bun is a whole thing that's happening a lot. And listen, sometimes I see it in like yoga class. Okay, like you got to put your hair up too. But you don't like guys with long hair. I don't personally, but yeah. I it, it doesn't offend me. Did you in the 90s? Because I did. Mm, the only guy with long hair I ever was really into was Sawyer from Lost. And that's because oh. he had the country thing. And it wasn't long, long. It no, was but just, that's what I mean by long. I mean yeah, like, yeah. I mean like Jonathan Taylor Thomas in like his early years, I the, the kind of ninety, he doesn't do it for me, do it for me rider, either. Strong girl, all yeah. the way. Well, true story. Steve is friends with him. I know you told me they that. went to college Believe together. Believe me, I'm biding my time. And I, <laughs> he's married. And <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Steve and I have this friend who we love, but unfortunately, she is married to like a terrible person. Mm. And after she met him and was dating him, we were still trying to set her up with other people. <laughs> and like the running joke is that no matter how serious it gets with this like douchey guy. Well, so they're not married. Wait. Oh. They are married. And so after she was married, we were like still pitching her to people. <laughs> like, you know, she's married, but don't worry about that. We'll handle that. So now they have two kids and the running joke is that we're still pitching her to people. I mean... <laughs> 
because he's terrible. <sighs> I hate when, when that happens. I know. To like a really good friend too. I know. And, and it's you're always of, like, let's have a girls night every time you hang out. So and that she's you don't one of those people. Him. I think, you know, she always dated super nice guys. And I think she never, she's very pretty, very sweet, has a great, I mean, what a catch. You yeah. could not, I mean, she was so pretty and so nice. It was one of those people, like everyone was in love with her. Girls were in love with her. Boys were in love with her. And she chooses. And I think she just door number three. wanted to have kids and she'd like turn 36 or whatever it was and she was just like all right you're here you know you have some money you're here you'll do you know well then which i don't miss on you know i understand that sentiment and she's she popped two kids out like right away yeah it's a different thing if me i mean maybe she's probably not thinking about it this way but subconsciously maybe she's like you're the man for the job right now yeah and in 10 years we'll see yeah you never know yeah but yeah, still pitching her. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Do you know any nice guys? <laughs> if I did. Well, no, no, no. You have nice guys probably in your life that you're not attracted to. Oh, yes, that's true. Of yeah. Course. Every, Everyone's every nice, the, yeah, every girl has like a couple of guys yeah, in her life. The friend zone yeah. guys that you can't understand. Which I don't, which I don't anymore because they all went away after I got married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a one-sided friend zone. Well, it's one of those things that it's never, you're never like truly friends if one person would be like, absolutely, I would go out right. with them if they were willing. Right. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, that can work as long as you're both aware of the situation, but yeah. it's not going to be like a super close. Well, I have a friend that had a friendship like that and she had a boyfriend, but she was, you know, friends with this guy and, and they would like go to the movies and all of this stuff. And of course, when she ended up breaking up, with her then boyfriend the guy was like wait why aren't you with me why aren't you with me now and then they had a big falling out Hmm, that's well because i feel like in his head he was probably like oh yeah that's the only reason i'm just biding my time until they break up and when it didn't happen had that conversation sooner yeah that was the only reason he was there but I feel like she probably knew but didn't want to know. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like some people like attention and, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. And sure. it's nice to have people in your life. And, you know, it's, it's we, we all keep people around for various reasons. I mean, I keep you around because you are fun to podcast with. And it's mostly in butters. Yeah. Well, so. he's the real reason. He's the reason I do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so. I have to say, having a dog. Um, so I got my first dog right after I, uh, right before I had like some pretty serious surgery and it gives you a reason to just stay in your routine. And I, I think everyone at some point in their life should have a dog. Especially I feel like when you're going through a hard time, like literally having to get up in the morning and take them for a walk is helpful. Absolutely. Well, because it gets you out of bed and to put on pants. (laughs) There's some sort. I mean, you could wear Joe overalls if you wanted to. Yeah. Culottes? Yeah. No. <laughs> no culottes. I can't believe they're really trying to make fetch culottes happen. They're not going to make fetch happen. <laughs> I just, I feel like someone at the top of the totem pole, fashion totem pole, is just laughing. I feel like, like there, there's what can always we make something. these people wear next? These sheep. What can we make yeah, them wear? Yeah, it's like a puppet show. Yeah. I feel like right now my closet I've gotten obsessed now with making sure that I have the right assortment of shoes, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So I have like a list of what I want, what I have, and where I need to fill in the gap slash replace. Where you need to go in terms of shoe. Right. So I want beige and black and everything. Right. So like a nude and black. And so like a high heeled sandal, a flat sandal, a flat 
a medium pump, a high pump, and all of that stuff. Um, so that is the, that's kind of where I'm going. And I, I feel oddly organized about it. It's kind of great. Well, we're at that. I mean, I feel that's how I, everything I want to be in a color coded, like Excel sheet or to-do list or yeah. with gel pens. Like that's yeah. my jam. Yeah. Like so I, I recently was able to, to fill in the high heeled sandal quota. Ah. Thrilled about it. So you, that's totally done. The high heeled sandal. Yeah. Yes. That's I have exciting. nude and black. I know. What a peaceful feeling of content, like accomplishment. I feel like it's like completing, completing a collection like the little mermaid would do. Yes. Now I have that song in my head. <laughs> Maybe Butters would howl along to that one. Maybe I should add a Dinglehopper to my uh, yeah. my shoe collection. He could be my Sebastian. Oh, I wonder if if it's Sam Smith and, and Disney. Like right. those are the those two are things the two that get Butters that get to sing. I am going to figure these figure this out to get him to sing if it's the last thing that I do. Well, I told you before. So a couple of, I want to say about a month ago, we had uh, we had a scare that my dog Mitch, he's my eight pound Pomeranian Chihuahua mix. We, he was having some kind of seizure situation happening, mm -hmm. which is terrifying. If you're a dog owner, it's basically like they start having these weird ticks and like they can't control anything that they're doing and they have like weird tremors um you know in the worst case they kind of like pass out mm -hmm. so we took him to a neurologist and we had taken video of what was happening and she was like yeah i would pretty much say that those are seizures but the fact is when i would like yell his name he'd almost snap out of it and she's like i'm wondering if those are not seizures so what you need to do is videotape him when you are not home mm -hmm. and see if it happens and see if it happens so of course we like sat there and set up the camera for like days going through various you know hours of footage which was riveting i can't even tell you i'm sure it's actually very interesting to see what your dogs do when you're not home i know i kind of want to do it just for fun you should so uh our older dog b she's 10 she's kind of like an old lady and so she just sleeps and, like, every, like, hour, she'll maybe change her position. Mitch basically sits at the window and waits for us to come home. Oh, buddy. I know. And so, at one point, it was this weird, like, full moon situation. And Mitch, no joke, like a little wolf, like, threw his head back and started howling at the moon. <laughs> like, like, ow! <laughs> like, like, right out of Teen Werewolf. If you can, like, please, everyone remember he's eight pounds. It makes it so much better. It's, I mean, and he also has polo shirts. Check out his Instagram. Oh my God. A dog called Mitch Hedberg. Well, that was the deal. When Steve and I got married, he was not a dog person and I was. Yeah. And the deal was we would get dogs if we named them after comedic greats. That's and so. Fair. I mean, that works out well. So we have B. Arthur and Mitch Hedberg. Mm. And Steve says we name them that. So when we tell people that. You know, so we don't accidentally become friends with the wrong people. So when we tell people that, the reaction Gage is the reaction. either, oh, my God, that's amazing. Or Who? why do they have two names? <laughs> they have a first name and a last name. That's actually a really good way to weed out, you know, the undesirables. Because if you're not a fan well. of Golden Girls, I'm not a fan of you. That is f for sure true. Yeah, there's a few shows like that. Like Seinfeld. What are your other ones? Oh, Seinfeld's, Seinfeld's a good one. for sure. Because some people, when someone tells me. I like Friends more than Seinfeld. That's kind of a... And I... Don't get me wrong. I enjoy Friends. Friends was a good show. It was. But it was not smart. It's different. In, it's, it's different. It was a fun, light-hearted comedy like, with some good one-liners from Chandler Bing. 
Yeah, it was good writing. It was a good cast. And it was, I have to say, when you think of like a quintessential kind of cheesy 90s sitcom, it was the best of the best. Crushed it. But no, Seinfeld is, to me, is like Arrested Development. It's like far and away. It's a different show. You can't compare the two. You can't even begin to understand like the complexities of the full circle plot jokes. And I mean, it just, it was such a beautiful dance to watch each and every episode. And overall like well you follow Seinfeld today on Twitter right I do now because of you because you introduced me and it's my new so one of the writers of it is a guy named Josh Gondelman so Steve like semi discovered him yeah yeah so he was a a, like a kindergarten teacher or nursery school teacher and he entered he was the best kindergarten teacher ever if he then went into Mm -hmm. comedy and so he had um and so all of his jokes are totally clean he actually I think he writes for uh last week tonight now yeah uh, I mean, he was brilliant. Yeah. And he entered while he was still a teacher. He entered this uh, comedy festival that Steve was producing and he ended up winning. Oh. And so Steve said, you're not going back to work. No. And that was it. And then, you know, four years later, you have Seinfeld today. And he's writing for last week tonight. Yeah. Which is probably my new. It's an excellent, show. excellent show. It's unbelievable. I'm curious to see how uh, John Stewart's leaving and the and the new guy Trevor Noah coming in is what it's going to do to the Daily Show. But I feel like because last week tonight has the time to really craft they the story. Do. It's yeah. It's, so it's different. different. Yeah. But um, I always will associate John Oliver with The Daily Show. So I feel like it's a natural comparison to make. Much like Friends and Seinfeld were on right after each other right. on must-see TV. But they're so different. But they're not the same show. Yeah, no. you can't. And so that's, for me, I'm fine with people who like Friends. I like Friends. I think it's a good but show. But if you don't get Seinfeld or say that Friends is a better show than Seinfeld, there's I not a future for us. I agree. That's all I'm saying. I agree. Yeah, you know, I feel like when you're dating... You should have like a list of five questions, yeah, yeah. but they should be trick questions. So Absolutely. you should say like, what's a better show, Friends or Seinfeld? And the correct answer is, how can you even compare the two? Yeah. And so if someone says Seinfeld, okay, that's a pass. That's it's like a, a C. It's not an A. But an A is you can't even compare the two. Right. So no, that's, we should, we should come maybe up with next a list. Show, we should like come up with my, or share mine, come up with them before and then share them. Yeah. Cause I need these to go out into the world and like weed out. Ugh. <laughs> I feel like I need these tools. You need to weed out the guys with tigers. Well, they are easy to weed out. Yeah. They They're an automatic fail. Up yeah. front. But you know, for the ones who would consider having a tiger, but didn't, how yeah. do I find them? Well, I'm going to want to hear updates on all of your... I, okay, so I have some homework for you. Okay. I want you to go on at least one or two Tinder dates a week, possibly more. <sighs> but here's what you do. So I I met Steve on J-Date. It's easier to do if I'm doing it for the podcast. Okay. Too. But no, no. But this is homework also, for you. I have a question for you. This is research. Am I allowed on J-Date as a shiksa who prefers to date Jewish men? Absolutely. Do you, Is there a place to There's disclose a box. that? There is okay. a box, which is... Um, not Jewish, but either it's it's either not Jewish, but looking to convert or not Jewish, but I like Jews or That's whatever it is. Me. There, there is a go. box. Okay. There. All right. So you can totally do it. Now, granted, there's probably going to be a subset of people that are interested in that because, you know, yeah. people tend to go on JD because they're looking for Jews. This is true. But um, baby steps. So I but here's what you need to I do on Tinder. More than one platform. You anyway. go, you meet them for coffee or drinks. Yeah. Never dinner for the first time. No, that's because you're, if he's terrible, then that's you're like stuck. two hours of your life. You're never going to get back. Yeah. Um, so, and then have a foreseeable end. So have plans later. So when I met Steve, I met him at six. I had plans at seven. They weren't real plans, right? but I had plans at seven. And if it goes well, 
those imaginary plans can disappear right. and then you can laugh about it later. Right. If it goes terribly, just be like, well, it was so great meeting you. Um, you know, I wish you the best, whatever Good it is. Luck. Yeah. Good luck. You know, and I even had a canned email that was like ready to go I out. I need that too. So if you could share that with me. Absolutely. That'd be great. It was basically like, it was great meeting you. You know, unfortunately, I think we're a case of just two great people without any chemistry. If I run into you, I'll be happy to say, hey, and I hope you feel the same. Best of luck to you. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. I need that. That's, I need, these are That's the things what you need that to I do need. Because I feel like it's terrible at any age to just disappear. I don't think yeah. it's okay. No, and I especially if someone's reaching out to you like, hey, let's yeah. do this again or whatever. Yeah. It's nice to be like, let me fill you in instead of just the, the go black. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm an optimizer. I don't like wasting time at all. So I can't, when you are going out on these dates, it would actually like hurt my feelings if you wasted any time yeah. beyond like 45 minutes. Yeah. And if they're good, great. If they're not, move on. Yep. You have a story for the podcast. Well, speaking of potential douchebags, okay, you told me started to tell me something about Andrew Keegan okay. and why he's our nineties so nostalgia. I do, and I know a little bit about him not being the greatest person anymore. But there's been a new development of yes. some kind. So anyway, Andrew Keegan, nineties heartthrob from Ten Things I Hate About You and Seventh Heaven, and he was all over Bop and Teen Beat and all of those magazines where they had like centerfolds. Which now that I think about it, was like child's playboy. Um, yeah, but so he has started a cult. This is a true thing. He has started a cult. Google it. Andrew Keegan cult. Okay. And it's like a bunch of, I guess it's like an offshoot of being a yogi and like part of the universe and blah, blah, blah. But there was like a church in Venice beach, which makes perfect sense. Of course. Um, he said that he got totally renewed. He was like mugged and beat up one night or something like that. And then and this is what what triggered his yeah. <laughs> starting of the cult it is crazy and so i saw him in the news just the other day because he was busted for illegally selling kombucha in venice beach but that's not even it's like slightly alcoholic oh. so i guess it's like making like wine in your bathtub <laughs> and selling it okay yeah so what's the cult part about it because you're saying words like yoga and kombucha and you don't understand. I like read pages about it and I still don't understand what it is. Okay. Are people like not allowed to leave or they have to disown their families or. I think it's one of those things where like as you get more involved with it, you'll probably end up leaving friends who are not involved with it. Right. Or maybe it's just a kombucha pyramid scheme. I'll take it. <laughs> Andrew Keegan. But don't get arrested. He needs to get some permits. <laughs> I know. For his kombucha cult. You can't just be. I forget what it's called. I feel like you need to Google it. It's like, I want to call it Sons of the Anarchy, even though that's not what it's called at all. That would be kind of amazing. Yeah. If it was, though. But, so, yeah. He is, I don't know that I was ever really a fan of his. Was, was no. he, yeah. Who, who were your 90s loves? Mine was Brad Renfro. Mostly Ryder Strong. Got it. And also Carrie Elways from Princess Bride. Once I got a yeah. little older. Yeah. I was mine with Brad Renfro and Jonathan Brandis. Both are dead. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Very sad. One, I think, to drugs and one committed suicide. And oh, it's really those sad. Are not yeah. good ways to go. Yeah. If I ever had a kid, totally going to get them into show business. Sounds like a really good idea. Anyway, uh, I think that's probably the end of our brunch. That is the end of our brunch. So tell us, delightful. Rachel, where can where can people find delightful Rachel King? <laughs> people can find me on the interwebs at Rachel G. King, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-G-K-I-N-G. And that's across all platforms. Um, Instagram and Twitter, probably the most popular or the most where I frequent 
more often. Um, and then we, our podcast as well is on Twitter and Facebook at the ShePod and just ShePod.com. What about you? Where are you? I was going to say next episode, we should really talk about how our parents screwed us by both of us have. I'm Sarah without an H and you're Rachel with an A. You took my H and turned it into an A. I did. Anyway, you can find me on franklysarah.com, occasionally blogging, a little bit about me. You can find me podcasting with comedian Steve Hofstetter, a.k.a. Steve, my husband, uh, and Sarah and Steve hate people talking about, you know, various types of people that we despise one 30 minute podcast at a time. And then you can also find me on Twitter at Sarah Tenenbein. Same on Instagram. So anyway, thank you for joining us thank and you we'll so see much. you next time. See you next time.